0: Sean is back with me today.
1: Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm here. And
0: we are attempting this uh, video thing. So if you're listening on Spotify, this is still a podcast, so you're not really going to miss out on anything. But if you're watching the video, we're testing it out. It looks pretty laggy while we're recording this. I'm not sure how it'll turn out in the final product. But we'll give it a try, see how it goes. Alright, so this episode we are talking about She-Hulk. It has been the talk of the town in the Marvel world because it's... Uh, what town? It's whether the talk has been good or bad, you know, that's a different story. But it's been going on for, it was it eight? Eight episodes? That just finished, so it's been on. It was nine. 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 So it's been going on for the last nine weeks, and it just finished uh, yesterday, as of re- when we we're recording this. And yeah, we'll get into it, spoiler-free as always, for a little bit, and then we'll get into some more details. I think the spoiler-free section will probably be pretty quick because it's hard to talk about a Marvel series and how it fits into the Marvel universe without talking about a lot of things that happened. So we'll just give some general impressions and even though this series has been pretty ripped apart by people online, honestly, I kind of liked it for the most part. I do have plenty of problems with it.
1: Of course you like it.
0: But it's a sitcom and most episodes I laughed quite a bit. The finale, I laughed a lot although that doesn't mean I liked it particularly, but in general, as a sitcom, if I'm just watching it to laugh, not thinking about it with the greater MCU, I enjoyed it. What about you?
1: I don't really watch sitcoms. I don't really watch TV to begin with. Uh, So I I watched the show, and I didn't really laugh that much until, the only time that I laughed was one time in the finale. I like smiled here and there but like it's rare for me to laugh at like comedies like comedy tv shows in general because the the writing is always very cliche and kind of predictable uh so my favorite comedy shows like curbing your enthusiasm where the comedy is Mm -hmm. kind of very like offbeat and like the humor is like cringe humor uh so this show didn't really make me laugh that much but it was uh, nice to see a, a show written by females about females there where the female characters act I don't know why I'm saying female. I should say women. Females is a biological term. Yeah, uh, in fact, women act in the like actual women. They,
0: they instruct their secret agent guy who's infiltrating a band of. Not really a spoiler. There's a guy they're trying to infiltrate a a, a. a band of douches, and they tell him only refer to women as females. So. And you just did it, so I guess we know what side you're on. But, um,
1: yeah, females are. Biological term: Women is they're they're all women, and I, I believe women. I respect women, and mm-hmm. I like the show was uh, written by women about women where the women acted like women, because uh-huh. the older she hawk comic, uh, she hawk is a character I've read like very few comics for, mm-hmm. but I know that in the older comics kind of like it's the eighties, seventies before my time where the women were very catty to each other where they're clearly written by men where every woman who it's another woman. They have like cat fights, you know, all the mm-hmm. time, and they'll like, they can't be friends, and that's like, that's right. not how women really are.
0: Right. I think that's kind of reflected in the character's name, She Hulk. I don't think that's you know anything they would have called him today, and it annoys the character as well when this moniker first comes up, but um, but it is the name of the character, and it sticks. So that's how it works out. But um, I mean, in general, I I liked it. However, how it fits into the MCU, I don't really get it. I don't think this show makes a whole lot of sense, especially considering the stuff that just came out recently. And I'm not talking about timeline continuity, because I know Disney Plus just like posted the MCU like in chronological order. And then people were like, based on this line, it doesn't make sense that this order is in there. And it's like, th- the MCU for a long time has had their chronological stuff messed up ever especially since Spider-Man Homecoming when it took place in 2020 but everything else took place like years before that so I think I don't remember if it was Kevin Feige or someone else who said like typically we try to avoid putting actual dates in these movies just because we know that they're probably gonna mess things up and it's not gonna be perfect so like what you said
1: homecoming I think you meant you meant uh far from home
0: Was it far- no it was homecoming it was the first one It was the first one because they showed the clip in New York Well no no it didn't come out in 2020 It takes place in 2020 Because they they showed the clip it came out in like 2017 I think Um yeah right And everything even up to Endgame came out 2019 right So but they they show the clip right the villain the um what's the villain's name the not the falcon the uh, vulture vulture um all these bird guys get me mixed up but um yeah they show him he's like salvaging the technology from the battle of New York and then it says which was 2012 the Avengers and then it says eight years later so that means it took place in 2020. But then everything else doesn't make sense. And everyone's like, what the hell's going on? How do you explain this? And I think it was Kevin Feige. I might be getting that wrong, though. But he was basically just like, we get things wrong sometimes. That's why we try to avoid dates. But that's just how it worked out with this movie. I think especially because that's with the the Sony deal. So there's probably a lot of mix-up information and stuff, whatever. But that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is how this show. There's so many superheroes everywhere, right? They're like running wild, and this is going on, that's going on. She's a superhero lawyer. She's representing new superpowered people every week. They're like regular ass people, they're like one off characters. Whereas in Ms. Marvel, there's this one superpowered person, and like this whole division of the government which has never been mentioned in any other MCU project, is hunting down, tearing apart all of New Jersey to try to find this one superpowered girl. Like, it didn't make any sense how those two are supposed to fit with each other.
1: I, I disagree with you on that, actually, because the whole point of the Avengers initiative and, like, the... After Iron Man, when he came out, like, I am Iron Man, Nick Fury was like, you're opening up so many other people, like... You know, you realize you're not the only person like this, and now mm-hmm. more people will come out, and it's just that just kind of like proved the point with like a character being a superhero influencer. It's like that's just a natural uh, conclusion of what of Iron Man coming out, especially in the, the day and age of I, TikTok.
0: I mean, I, I can and see Instagram, that. Instagram,
1: where like I do um, think like
0: like I can see why that is, but then why? Then maybe the problem lies with Miss Marvel. Because then why is she being hunted by this Department of Damage Control, which, like, where the hell have they been through the entire MCU until now? So.
1: Yeah, and I haven't seen Miss Marvel yet, but my only thoughts can be either, one, because she's brown, or two, because her powers are really strong and that makes her dangerous. Because, like, the thing about, like, a... With Spider-Man in the MCU, was that Tony Stark found videos of him online? So it's like Uh videos of Spider-Man online that Tony Stark find. It's like, who else is out there? And also, it made me realize that like in this age of like smartphones and cameras everywhere, like how can you have a secret identity? Because like there's no way to keep anything secret now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think maybe. So I guess the problem is is not so much with She Hulk then my problem is with Miss Marvel and they do make the point that oh it's because she's brown or Muslim or something personally I think the whole brown Muslim terrorist is outdated thing it's not really something we deal with in the news so much anymore but maybe for South Asian people that is still a legitimate concern they have obviously I'm not South Asian so if if that's something they felt like they wanted to portray then that makes sense but I just feel like that being the driving force behind why she's being chased down by like the main villain of the series just seems a bit like I said outdated to me but with She-Hulk yeah no one's really no no government entities are after her right she's just doing her thing as a matter of fact she is enforcing the law in a way she's a lawyer so. Yeah.
1: yeah, this show did have lots of like. It was a legal comedy, and that was nice to see. And I've never, I never watched Better Call Saul because I've never seen Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this show started a week after Better Call Saul ended, and lots of people were like, "Oh wow, a new legal comedy after my last legal comedy ended." Uh, so that's something, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think um, this one was obviously it was like. There's the legal comedy, but I think it's, as soon as you do something with the MCU, you know it's got to be related to superheroes and stuff like that, and I think that kind of leads into some of the stuff I didn't like about the show, um, which I'll get into with the, the spoilers, but I feel like we're kind of getting too close to spoilers now, and it's hard to avoid it, so why don't we um, just say, like, like I said, I thought it was funny. Um if you just want to watch it to have some laughs, I think it gets that done. Sean disagrees. But let's uh give it a rating. I'll give it like TV scale. I don't know, so I give it like a 6 out of 10. Like it made me laugh. Was it a really compelling show? Not really. So 6 out of 10 for me is good, but nothing really special.
1: Yeah, I don't really watch TV that much, so I don't really have a separate TV scale. And because TV shows are longer commitment and lower budget in terms of, like, each episode, uh, the CGI came off really bad a lot of times. Uh, mm-hmm. It was good the first episode, then it just got worse. The music was good. Uh, they had, like, Tierra Wax songs. They had uh, Megan The Stallion, who had a cameo appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and lots of, like, good, like, uh, scores. The score was good with, like, the Marvel sounds. uh but I give it a one out. Of, I give it a one out of five, uh, just because the comedy didn't really land for me. And it was kind of messy with the writing. And I, it was all over the place. And one of the writers wrote for Rick and Morty, which is a show that I've watched mm. and I liked, but I also don't yeah. laugh at Rick and Morty. I' just, like not at it. So mm. yeah, one out of five. actually, I don't even know how much I can even say I like Rick and Morty because I have so many gripes with the show, but I understand why it's popular.
0: I, I like Rick and Morty. I really do. I haven't seen the new episodes yet. I believe season 6 just started. But um, yeah. Well uh those are our ratings. We'll get into spoilers from here on out. And you've been warned. So let's take a, a bit of a deeper look into it. I think the biggest thing is. Again it goes back to. The fact that it is part of the MCU. Then. As soon as you have this now. Um. What's name? Mark Ruffalo said, like, when people were criticizing uh, maybe the, the light tone of She Hulk or some stuff like that. Mark Ruffalo was like, The thing is, with Marvel, you get something different with every movie, every TV show. They're all like different styles, different genres, because they have lots of different directors and everything. And that's true. And I, I appreciate that they can take these chances and make all these things different. And they still all fit into this universe. Whereas like the comparison he made. When you watch something Star Wars. It looks and feels like Star Wars. So. There's a. You know. There's more things you can experience with Marvel. And I guess that's good in a sense. It doesn't always work out. But the fact that they're trying new things. I think is a a good idea. But this one. Like I said. It made me laugh so it did its job as a comedy but how it fits into the mcu it just um it doesn't really seem that that big of a deal to me like it matters that much especially with the finale
1: yeah lots of cameos lots of easter eggs and like uh wandavision did did that as well with like it, they had it was a very different show and every episode was kind of like a different show in the beginning like it modeled other tv shows so the fact that this show was purely a sitcom, I was like, well, WandaVision had, like, sitcom moments because mm-hmm. it was, like, kind of making fun of television as a whole. Right. So it kind of felt like I already got out of the MCU, especially with the whole, like, fourth wall breaks that She-Hulk as a character is known for. Mm-hmm. Uh, WandaVision did that with an episode where it was kind of, like, parodying The Office with right. uh, cutaway like the cutaway shots.
0: The modern day, the 2000s, 2010s sitcoms.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or the whole like Agatha all along part, it was kind of like, okay, so like this is fourth wall breaking too, in a way, because I know they're part of a show, but it was all that, that was for narrative purpose. This is more of like this is part of the character's character in She Hulk. She breaks the fourth wall, but not to the extent that she did it in this show, especially the finale. Like that's she doesn't like walk out yeah, of the comic yeah, in okay. the finale. That's, that's in, in the, the what
0: I have the biggest problem with, although. That whole bit with the finale... Although... Before we get to that... I'll just say in general like... It's cool to see Daredevil back... Um, A lot of people were like... Oh they're gonna freaking ruin Daredevil... They're gonna make him funny... He's gonna be stupid... I thought Daredevil... Was good in this... Um, It's not the same... Exactly as the Netflix one... Which is very dark... But like that's fine... I don't think... When people are like... Oh they ruined him... You can still go back and watch... The Daredevil show. It doesn't change the Daredevil show. It's still there. You can still enjoy that. So, like, I don't care if they really make yeah. him different. And he wasn't that different, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. He actually makes more sense because this is years after the Daredevil show. So, like, he's not going to still be all gloomy and moody and just, you know, because he was kind of emo in mm-hmm. that show. But yeah. now... He's changed because time has passed, and he's grown, and it's uh, when he was in Spider-Man Homecoming, it was kind of the same thing, where he was like, he made the joke where he's like, I'm a really good lawyer, when he caught the the brick right. that was thrown at Spider-Man, that, that uh-huh. was uh, no way home, no way home. Yeah. Uh, but.
0: Yeah, and he didn't seem like overly comical, he wasn't like Deadpool comical, you know, he was made a couple jokes here and there it I was like it's fine and I think a lot of people were like oh this is going to be the worst thing that ever happened like it really wasn't um, yeah and, and with some of the other stuff like I've even seen people complain like oh the Daredevil's going to be in the show because he's getting his costume made by that designer and they're like Daredevil would never get someone to make a costume for him or whatever and I'm like he literally has someone make his costumes in the Daredevil Netflix series and Granted, it's not a superstar designer or whatever, but, like, a lot of complaints, I think, are stupid. Um, And I think a lot of the complaints are, like, things the show was trying to address with, like, feminism and stuff like that. But at the same time, I think some of those points they were trying to make were kind of problematic in a way. Like, in the first episode... Right when she's saying, I control my anger all the time. Every time someone cat calls me in the street, and it's like, I I can control my anger because I do it infinitely more than you do. Like you don't have to belittle Bruce Banner to make yourself seem like you're. That's why you can control it. Like you don't have to make the men seem terrible to make the women seem great. You know what I mean? And the first time she hulks out it was when she was getting catcalled by men. So the fact that they use that example to say she controls her anger is like, I feel like they just, you know, maybe that was kind of sloppy writing.
1: Yeah, no, I do agree with that point that like the, lots of the, like, you know, empowerment for women comes at the cost of attacking men when you can do it, you can do it both and talk about like the finale. With the whole toxic masculinity, the cells, that was done good because it's like that's how people actually are. Mm-hmm. But like the, like her being like, you know, I'm a woman, so like I control my anger more. It's like that's that's probably true. I, I can't deny that women probably have a harder, harder time in America that, right. than men or most in all the in the world. But, but then say like, yeah, I get cackled by men, and I just have to like hold it in. It's like, wait, you just wait, wait a second. No, you mm-hmm. just that was what you made you go into a hole. Right,
0: and then the end, like the-, the show did also
1: play with the idea.
0: Mm -hmm. The episode... Of feminism, like the... Sorry, go ahead.
1: Well, the show plays with the idea of feminism as a whole, too, with, like, uh, she has lots of hookups in the show... Not hookups. She has lots of dates on the show. Mm -hmm. And, like, one of the dates reads... is at her house reading the book Bad Feminist, uh, which is a feminist book that, like, she owns. So it's, like, pointing out, like, hey, like, we know feminism. The writers do. Mm -hmm.
0: Right. And I I think... um... It definitely, like, raises valid concerns, especially a lot of the stuff that's in the discussion of this series. But I think it's, it's like, when it gets to the end, the penultimate episode right before it ends, it she, like, hooks out, loses control of her anger because they showed this guy in bed with her. Like, I mean, granted, that's a huge violation of privacy. But, like, if she's supposed to be so great at controlling her anger, like, not much else happened in that scene. Like, no one out there came out there and physically attacked her or anything. They just played this video and she lost control. So, it just seemed kind of like... It's, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it seems contradictory to the the points they're trying to make. Which, yeah, it didn't really... Seem as uh powerful to me.
1: <clears throat> and I also like how Mallory, the uh, her lawyer that w- works with her. That's like I'm not your friend. In the comics, Mallory was kind of like a cold character all the time, where she like wasn't like you know as just as she was in the show. She was kind of like catty and have fights with uh just with just not like Jessica Miss mm-hmm. she hawk at all. And uh in this show, she was like kind of like a more realistic character where she was just like, hey, control yourself right now. It wasn't like she... Like, I feel like in the comics she'd want to see She-Hulk look bad. But in the show, she was like, hey, this is not the time to do this. And then she even like came to her uh, when she got locked up. But I, I didn't understand the charge. Like, what was... She destroyed some TVs, and they? she got arrested for that and had to, like, never Hulk out again. Like, that was... What was the crime there? Yeah, Because the, the Titania crime... busted through the courtroom...
0: Right, they did kind of skip over that a bit, and it it was uh, a bit unclear. And um, I think a lot of the things with the finale... Now, I think I probably laughed the most in the finale. So as a comedy, that was maybe the best episode. But in terms of the overarching story, and like I was trying to lead to earlier, like the fact that it is part of the MCU... And you spend the whole time expecting it to lead into something. It was like they could have just said it doesn't really have anything to do with the other movies or shows. And it's just going to be a sitcom on it's own. Just something that takes place within the universe that you can laugh with. They could have done that but they didn't. It was like people expect it to lead to something superhero related a fight or whatever. And it did eventually get there but it took too long to get there like the end of the penultimate episode to get there and then when it did the season finale was kind of like once all this happens when she does that huge fourth wall break and she goes like into the studios to change the ending and everything like that's that's fine that was funny that was a good scene i liked it and it was clever but when they finish it and she gets back into the universe She was like why don't we get rid of this get rid of this I want an ending that makes sense or whatever and then they go back to the ending and like they don't explain anything that happened all of a sudden this guy is getting arrested like for what exactly and I I don't get it and she turned into the Hulk there she was in, in her Hulk form and violating her parole so it was like it was, it was a bit too much.
1: Yeah. Like does her capturing these bad people make up her right for breaking the law earlier? And that's like kind of how it works in lots of super, not superhero, lots of criminal mm-hmm. shows like that, where it's like, Oh, we found the real bad guy. So that the person like scooby Doo, it's like, Oh, well, right. you know, you didn't do the crime. So now you're, you're, you're free to go. And it's like, but the mm-hmm. show is all about the legal system. So it's like how, what happened to the legal system you cared so right. much about, but it's a comedy. So I forget all of that. Uh, yeah. One thing I didn't like was how, like, with that whole, like, she breaks into, she breaks the fourth wall and talks to Kevin, which had, like, lots of low references there. Like, when he said, like, oh, our new project, uh, the VFX team was working on that. They played the Wakanda theme for a second. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you caught that.
0: I Uh, didn't, actually. But I I did, um, I did like how he was like, you should turn back to human form, but not when the camera's on you. You're very expensive. (laughs) I thought that was clever. That was funny. But, um... I think
1: but then that, that that's made the ending like a kind of a cluster just a mess of, of all these things happen at the end where it's like oh yeah daredevil's here with a family and talking mm-hmm. about like well he's not like out as daredevil yet but like right. he's there and like okay so and then Hulk comes in because it shows him shows him leaving the, the planet that's why they couldn't talk to him right. but then he's back so it's like oh so I thought that him leaving the, the planet thing would be like a, oh this is for the next Hulk movie because we haven't had a Hulk movie in forever but uh-huh. no, it's just like okay, World War Hulk's not gonna happen. Planet Hulk's not happening. But we do have a character from right. those stories now. Hulk's son is back or is here. Scar. So right. I do I'm just think confused. it was
0: a bit. Um, the thing is, I think a lot of people were like, "Oh, this series with with like the first episode or just the trailers and stuff." People were like, "Oh, I can see it now because Jen picks it up so quickly and easily that it makes Hulk get mad that she can control it so quickly and he loses." his shit and goes crazy and that leads into world war hulk and i'm like that seems a bit like because she picked it up quickly he's gonna get so envious that he goes into uncontrollable hulk like that didn't make a lot of these these are fan theories so i just think coming up with all these fan theories in general is part of why what makes people hate things because when it doesn't turn out that way then they're going to hate it no matter what. Like, you can't really please a fan base that's the size of, like, the Marvel fan base at this point. There's always going to be people who thought it was going to be one way and it didn't end up that way. And, like, this show had, like, nothing to do with World War Hulk, you know, except for the character. So, yeah, that's that's one of the things that I thought about it. But um, it was also, like... Yeah, it just felt like they had all these things going on and then it didn't make any sense in the end.
1: Yeah, this is funny, it's like the last time we talked I talked about how uh what a gay next ending because the last show we watched was a show made by the studio Gainex. But this is a gay next ending where like it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. The kind of the, the rules of the world just get torn apart and the viewers just supposed to accept that and that just How I'll see it, I'll see it just like the ending of Evangelion, where it's just like, okay, well, Mm -hmm. the universe got reset essentially, and that's just like what happened here. The universe got reset, but not like in the Thanos snap way or in the time travel way. It Mm -hmm. was in like a third wall break, fourth wall break way.
0: Yeah, and then I mean, I guess now that I think about it, I understand why the the guy got arrested. I can't remember the names of all the charges, but, like, she listed them. She's like, I want to get him... Todd, Todd, yeah. Yeah, I want to get him in trouble with the law for breaking into a secure computer or something, something like that. But, um... So, I guess there were some laws broken, but she was in hold form there with the cops there, which was against her deal. Meanwhile, Emil is getting sent back to prison for being in his abomination form violating his deal so why didn't she it goes back to that thing but it's um yeah and it doesn't really fit in with the whole mcu but it makes it it almost seems like it was supposed to because it it just seemed like it was it was trying to be part of the greater mcu but it never fully committed to it so it was like is it isn't it Everything just kind of, uh, too many loose threads for me.
1: Yeah, me too. I don't, I mean, it, it was a fun, sh- it was a fun show, but it wasn't really a good show. And it was more cringy for me in terms of like, but not like the David, Larry David funny cringe. It was kind of like a, Oh, like why would they write that into a show, cringe, like you guys are
0: like, not funny, ha get... ha, funny, weird.
1: Yeah, like the whole like, uh, her being like, "Oh, is Captain America a virgin?" That was like kind of like a weird joke. Like, well, that uh-huh. like if that was like, "Oh yeah, is Miss Marvel a virgin?" It's like that's weird. Why are you talking about this person's sex life? Right. I thought it's kind yeah, of a double well, standard like, what too. Does it
0: have to do with anything? It's never part of Captain America's series at all. Yeah, but I think um, I mean it made me laugh. Now that we've talked about it a bit more in detail, I feel like. I don't really like the show. I mean, not, I still laughed. I still thought it was funny. Um, I enjoyed it. I don't think I wasted half an hour of my day watching these episodes. But it didn't really, you know, do anything for me. I'm not thinking, wow, this." Is, I'm glad Marvel made this. But, um, yeah, it just uh, seems, and just the way the superheroes are treated in this show compared to how they're treated in Miss Marvel... Seem like too different for them to have come out so close together. It just um, seems like the MCU is getting too big for them to keep a grip on everything that's going on within it. And I guess the, the last kind of criticisms that I hear are about the CGI. Which as you mentioned of course it's a TV show. So they won't have as much money. But Marvel in general lately hasn't been as good. And that's not necessarily... The artist's fault. Everybody kind of knows at this point that Marvel is a real kind of a real pain to work for in the VFX industry. They've got so much work coming and they don't pay the artist as much as they're working and they don't... um, If they move up a deadline, they don't really tell people that well. But you can't refuse Marvel because they make up so much of the market, right? So... CGI I mean it didn't take me out of anything it was a TV show it was a light-hearted TV show it's not like if if Thanos looked like that in Endgame then maybe it would have been a different story but like this it didn't bother me that the CGI was I guess subpar for this series it would of course be nice if it was better but it would cost a lot more money and take more time so that's just kind of how it is
1: Yeah, and uh, I also didn't like how they had lots of like characters that are in the comics were kind of like not so major but not so minor, like Mister Immortal or mm-hmm. uh, Titania, and they just kind of like change them for the show to make them entirely different characters, like because they're never gonna have like a Great Lakes Avengers with uh, Mister Ingra- Mr. Mr. Immortal and Doorman, like that team is kind of a joke team. They never gonna have that in the MCU, but so throwing characters into it and change them entirely is. Cool and all, but then there's like characters like Titania, who's like the main villain for the She-Hulk, in my opinion. And she all started from Secret Wars, which can't really happen now anyway because Doctor Doom isn't really in there, and so many things that need to happen can't happen. But that was like a kind of a cool plot. That like I think aren't they doing the Secret Wars movie, or is that just Secret Invasion? Or no, they're doing. I don't uh, even know. What... The
0: Secret Invasion series is coming soon. Secret Wars is the phase six Avengers movie. They have, um, so like in 20, like 2025 or 2026, they have Avengers Kang Dynasty and then Avengers Secret Wars. Those are the next two Avengers movies, but they don't come till phase six. So this show is the end of phase four, then they got phase five, which goes up to whatever ends phase five. I think uh, Fantastic Four might be at the end of Phase 5 or the beginning of Phase 6, but then the two Avengers movies, they'll come out back-to-back like a few months, less than a year apart, Um, and the last one will be Secret Wars. Were you going to say something?
1: Yeah, no, they're probably doing the different Secret Wars, because the comics has two different Secret Wars, one from the... Old days, one from, like, my days. And they're probably doing the one from my days. And the one from my days doesn't have the whole Titania, Dr. Doom plot going on, mm-hmm. so... And, uh,
0: you know, I'm sure even, oh, if hopefully they, even if they were adapting that version, they'd still make changes, you know. But, um... Yeah, the I think because we know Kang is going to be in the Ant-Man movie coming up. And... We know, obviously, he was in Loki, and he's going to be, like, the main villain for this saga. So, we, obviously, and it's still called Secret Wars, so obviously it is going to be largely based on one of them. They're going to change it a bit, you know. And it is, I think a lot of people kind of, a lot of hardcore comics fans always want these things to be just like the comics. But, I mean, the fact is they're not the comics, come up with a new story, make a new whatever, like it draws inspiration from and it's loosely based on but it is a new story. It's for the movie and not everything that will work in the comic will work in the movie and you don't want it to be too predictable either like if everybody knows the outcome anyway. I mean they do that with movie adaptations all the time but they've changed a lot of things. In other movies, so it, it wouldn't surprise me if they go in a different direction with this one.
1: Yeah, so it's pretty much one out of five show for me. You say it's six out of ten. Now
0: that so I talk about it, I think... It's
1: probably the,
0: the... Sorry, go ahead.
1: It's probably the worst MCU TV show that I've seen so far, but that's not really saying much. None of them have been spectacular.
0: I can I can still agree with that. It's the worst so far. I think um, WandaVision, I don't think it was as good as a lot of people say it was. It was cool to see the different styles over the decades. I don't think it was that great. The show didn't really impress me. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I really liked. It looked like uh, the Captain America movies, the Russo brothers directing the cinematography. But in the end, it didn't really end up changing anything for me. Like, I already thought that the Falcon was the new Captain America. So they had to basically, at the beginning of the show, create the problem that they then spend the whole show solving. Like, he ends up Captain America at the end. I already thought he was before the show came out. So that was a bit weird. Loki, I think, is absolutely amazing. I love Loki. Moon Knight, I think, is incredible. It's really cool. And that one makes no mention of the greater MCU, which I think is really cool, so it can kind of, at least for now, still exist in its own little realm. Um, What else was there? There was Miss Marvel, which I I really liked. Hawkeye, I thought was good. It wasn't anything crazy. Miss Marvel, I thought was a lot of it I, I really liked, but I mentioned some of my complaints about it. And then this one, right? I don't think I'm missing any. This, I would definitely say, is the worst. So, yeah. Yeah. Now that we've discussed it a bit more, I think maybe I give it a 5 out of 10. But, um... It made me laugh. It was funny. To me. Not to you so much, I guess. But, um... That's it. That's pretty much, uh... All we have to say, I guess, so we'll wrap it up. It's been kind of a long one, but we're talking about a series and the MCU, so there's a lot to cover. If you made it this far, thanks for listening. Are you going to say something, Sean? You look like you were about to talk.
1: No, 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 no. Just the, just the green.
0: All right, all right. So this is, um. yeah, this is... If the video was good or not, let us know. Um, I don't know if many people watch this video, but we'll just try it out. I'll take a look at it, see if we can improve things a bit, and just kind of experimenting with it for now. And, yeah, if you made it this far, thanks for listening. Uh, If you'd like, please like, share, subscribe. Help us get the word out, and maybe we can make this show better and get a better video format if we can so thanks for listening bye
1: goodbye